Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. I'm a mental MacGyver providing luxury level support and coaching to executives, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Judy Musa. She's a trilingual Swiss American who thrives on the challenge to solve communication problems and leveraging the power of a well-told story that educates, informs, and persuades. I have Jim Tam. He is a principal client director with Porn Fairies Digital Group, where he advises organizations on how to improve their sales effectiveness through using world-class sales methodology and technology. And I have Stuart Wiggins. He's with Enduna Advisors, where he offers fractional chief operating officer services and brings resources together to help scale your business. The question I have today, how do you handle it when you feel like you always have to be the bigger person? Judy, kick us off. Wow. That's a really tough question because right now, particularly the way the world is, we're so divided. So the first instinct is to, I got to get my point across. It's me. Why do I have to be the better person? But then it's like the Jiminy Cricket thing with Pinocchio, who's your better angel. COVID really did that for me because of uh, the dichotomy of what's going on in the universe. I feel that it's actually made me more attuned to the need to say, wait a minute, I'm not walking in that person's shoes. I don't know what they're going through. Maybe I should just chill, take a step back, breathe, because I could be them, they could be me. And if I am the better person, what harm does that do? It's only a good thing. It's the goodness of the world. And you figure if you give out good, good will come back. That said, it is really hard. It's something you really have to focus on. I feel like I have to do that because our instincts aren't that way. And you really have to take an intention to not think that way and try to find your better self, even when you feel like you're doing it more often than you'd like to. When I was 20 or 30, I had no component to be able to do that successfully. But as I get older, now that I'm past 60, I recognize that I can deal with it more efficiently. And I think Judy's spot on. It's a challenge each and every single day. But the reasons why... I want to be a better person is not for anybody else, but for myself. And I don't want to get dragged into really infantile situations. So if it's not a situation that is going to be a positive outcome for both of us, then I try to stay away from it. And Judy's right. Today, people want to be more combative. We're divided. And if you think back at the beginning of the falling of the Roman Empire, the situations were exactly the same. I would echo Stuart's opinion about age. I think in my younger years, I would dig in and not want to lose for the sake of not losing. And I will always need to be right. Mm. And then I think it's just because of my own insecurities. I don't want people to think that I'm wrong. So you dig in just out of principle. But then as you get older, you're a little bit more mature and you realize that some things just aren't worth it. And you take the high road all the time. And I'm okay doing that. I guess it all depends on what's at stake. What is it actually? are we debating about? If it's something that I'm passionate about and I have conviction over, then I will dig my heels in again. I would just express this as my opinion. And they at least have to respect my opinion. And that's Mm. it. The thing that came up for me with this question was, so Jim and Stuart, I know you know this, uh, my father picked my first husband and he was 11 years older than I was. So I was 18 and he was 29. And he moved me from my home in California out to Charlotte, North Carolina, three weeks after I graduated from high school. And I remember living in Charlotte thinking, why am I the grown up in this relationship? 
And it wasn't that I wanted to not have to be the grown up. I just wanted to have another grown up in the relationship with me. And so for me, when I feel like I'm frustrated of always having to be the bigger person or the better person, it's not that I want to sink to their level. I want to figure out how to bring them up to mine. Like, come on, be a grown up with me. I'll ask this to the group. When was the last time you actually changed anybody's mind on anything? Maybe in a business setting, you can present some facts and some data and you can sway the room. But in a social setting, you just don't change people's minds. And you see it all the time in social media. You're not going to change anybody's mind. That's true. Social media, for sure, because you're behind a keyboard, you can be a keyboard warrior. It's much harder to do that, though, in person. I do think sometimes, I mean, part of my job is to persuade people about something and inform them or educate them. And I've had to do that on any number of issues. Now, have I convinced everybody? No. But if I've cracked open the door to consider a different way of looking at something, not to necessarily agree with me, but to at least say, oh, well, maybe there's something to that point of view, then you've already brought people closer. I think that that's where you're trying to find that middle ground. At the same time, you do want to be the, not the person that ends up screaming at each other because you're right. Then you've lowered yourself to that person's level. You can't change people's minds, but sometimes you can at least, as I said, make them consider other options that make them less so sure that they're correct. Sometimes I also look at these as, as coaching moments too, especially if I'm having a conversation with somebody who I think is a lot younger, maybe a little bit less experienced. So his, his or her perspective may be very different from mine because it's very limited. And then I would say, well, have you tried considering this? Stuart, you asked the question, when is the last time you changed someone's mind? And like Judy, like that's my job. I talk to people all the time and make suggestions or ask questions or bring things up that they might not have thought of. But that's a different scenario to change someone's mind than if they're dug in and they're like, no, the people that hire me are looking for my advice or looking for ideas or looking for me to help them. That's a very different situation. And I'm going to tell you, these quick hits, they change my mind all the time. Sometimes I go into a subject thinking, I yeah, I have an opinion on that. I know what my opinion is. And I come out of it with a completely different opinion. So I think being a bigger person, I'm just now realizing it has to do with when someone is dug in and they're not having a conversation, they're just spouting an opinion or whatever. And you have to basically say, okay, I'm not fighting with you about that. I agree completely. You can have your opinion, but change my mind. And the only way you're going to change my mind is either the analytics or with facts and facts are binary. And it either is or it isn't. And I think in the business world, it's, for me anyway, it's easier because I can present facts. This is where you were last year. These are the results that you have. This is what I think is impacting that. What can you do to influence it? Somebody would have to be just unwilling to listen to facts if, they, if they're not going to listen to those. In a, in a social setting, I think it's much more difficult. Are we saying that being the bigger person is about managing your emotions? I think that's a big piece of it. I think a lot of it has to do with your own securities that you don't think that uh, just by, I don't say accepting the high road means that uh, you've lost your conviction. It mm. just means that you just don't think it's worth the spit. <laughs> right. There's not a hill I'm going to die on today. Yeah. yeah. Stuart and Jim pointed this out. Some, to, to some degree, that's about being on the planet long enough to realize that. I think when you're really young, you want to show that you're you know something and you should be taken seriously. And that is a, a challenge. That's in particular, I think a challenge maybe that men have less of than women, because often in a business setting, 
we have to prove ourselves even more. I mean, I can't tell you how many times because I'm a 4'11 woman, I'm very tiny. And so when I walked into a room with a bunch of these executives, was I going to be taken seriously? You feel like you have to prove yourself and that puts you already at sort of like a, an odds thing. Being older, you realize to prove anything to anyone else. I can just be the bigger person and say, I'm just not going to deal with that. That's not important enough for me for this hill to die on today. That topic, you have your opinion. I've got mine. It's all good. Mm -hmm. Just let's leave it at that. Mm -hmm. The gender component is interesting because men do not mature as fast as women. I think that what happens is men then try to overcompensate as they get older. The best bosses I've ever had have been women, and the best people I've ever had on my team have been women, because women don't talk about it. Women get it done. Men talk about it and don't succeed as successfully. It's interesting you say that, because I didn't understand that in my 20s. If somebody had pulled me aside and said, hey, you've got this, don't underestimate your power. You can assert yourself and not feel like you're in that mode. But again, to be the better person, women are often told to be diminutive and effusive and all these other qualities to be conciliatory. Don't be aggressive because that comes with another word that we're not allowed to say. It's okay for a guy, but not for a woman. There's a lot of that cultural stuff playing in all of this too. And so uh, I, th I think that that changes though, as you get older, now I feel less uncomfortable. And so I'm more willing to either stand on something that I really do feel strongly about, but I also feel comfortable enough to say, I am the better person. I don't need to argue with you about this. I can just walk away or I can just say, that's not really important enough for me to bother with. And it doesn't change who I am. It doesn't affect my ego. I think there's a lot of ego in this too. Well, that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon. Thanks so much.